0: Hey there, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Credo Podcast. I'm John Doherty, the founder of GetCredo.com. On this show, I interview smart marketers and entrepreneurs who can help you grow and scale your business through great digital marketing. Every now and then, I do a shorter me-only episode teaching you something that is on my mind specifically. This episode is, of course, sponsored by GetCredo.com, my company, where we have a highly curated network of vetted digital marketing professionals who are best in class at what they do. We've interviewed them, we've seen their client metrics, and we've accepted them into the network only after they've checked the necessary boxes. At Credo, we specialize in helping companies find and hire the best digital marketing firm or consultant for their specific needs. So, if that's you, get in touch with us at GetCredo.com, that's G-E-T-C-R-E-D-O.com, and click the Find a Marketer button in the top right navigation.
1: Hey, what's going on everybody? So, I am uh, currently heading up towards the mountains um, to spend a a few days at the uh, ski cabin for the weekend. That we're renting for the winter. And, you know, as I've been driving along, I've, uh, I've realized, uh, that I learned a, an important lesson a few weeks ago that I think might be relevant to all of you as well. There's a lot of entrepreneurs, um, and, you know, freelancers and, um, and, uh, agency owners and that sort of thing listening, um, to this podcast. So I think this is relevant. So a few weeks ago, we were up in the mountains. And we went uh, backcountry skiing. So my wife and I love to ski um, in the winter. It's like it's it's our thing, um, and we do a lot of uh, backcountry skiing, so a lot of touring, um, where basically you put um, things on the bottom of your skis called skins, and that lets you climb up the mountain uh, wearing your skis. Um, so we just have these special bindings that we put the front of our boots into. They're called pin bindings, and the, the rear, our our, uh, our heel is free. Um, so these aren't, uh, telemark skis. They're, they're backcountry skis. We can flip the heel piece around, you know, 90 degrees and, um, tamp down our, our heels. Um, and, you know, ski down regularly. Um, but so basically we do this. Uh, it's part, uh, part of the fun is that you're, you're climbing up. We call it earning your turns. You're climbing up and, uh, you get to the top and it's a beautiful run, right? Untouched powder because it's like not officially a, a ski run. It's just a mountain that you climbed up that snow on it that you're going to ski down. And so uh, we went out onto this slope that we we've been out on quite a few times now. And we had our daughter with us. We pulled her up. I believe my wife pulled her up in her in her little tuli chariot uh, behind her. And, you know, so Courtney was going to hang out down in the meadow. Well, I went up with the dog and and skied this uh, slope. I was going to come back down, hang out with Tatum so Courtney could go and do it herself. So there's been a lot of snow this year in Colorado. We're actually over three hundred inches already in Breckenridge, um, which is the earliest that they've hit that mark in like fifteen years or something like that. So it's been a phenomenal snow year. I've got a great shape shoveling snow, let me tell you what. And so we were, we went out to the meadow, skied up there, and then dog and I kind of take off and we're skinning up. And I'm like, man, the snow's a little a little crusty, right? Like it's there's kind of some, some layers here as I'm I'm walking up and taking my ski pole and punching through just to kind of feel where the layers of snow are. I feel there's maybe a layer that's kind of weak. And the top is a little gnarly, it's a little, little crusty, but it feels okay down lower. And so I'm skidding up through the trees and I start getting up and I'm like, man, that that face that we usually ski, it's not super steep. Um, and so basically when you're, when you're skiing up like this and then they're gonna ski down these slopes, you're looking out for av- avalanches, right? And obviously, an avalanche is a bad thing. If you get caught in it, you can die. We've had avalanche training, and you know, so I, I know what to look for, and I ca- I know this the contour of the slope. We've skied it a couple times; it's it's beautiful, and we. But basically, you go over this one knoll, and then it's kind of a a, a, a divot. Uh, for lack of a better word, and, um, and, and then you go up, you know, the next one and get to the top. There's usually a cornice up there, you know, you kind of want to avoid, don't want to break that off inside the slope. And, uh, I was looking at kind of at the middle part, and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of wind loaded. So I'm not going to go up that. I'm going to go up this other face, um, which is a little more southeast facing, or southwest facing than the one we usually ski, but it's like south-southwest. So it's basically south. And I'm ski- I'm going up it. I'm kind of traversing back and forth across, you know, taking my angles and going, and uh, going up with the dog. He's coming behind me. I'm Like, all right, I'm going up. I'm I'm kind of feeling. am like, yeah, it's feeling a little sketchier, you know, the further we go. But it's feeling okay, and I think I can ski it. And I'm going, and I get up basically to this tree. Like, I'm going to that tree. I'm only going like three quarters of the way up. I'm not gonna hit- I'm not gonna you know try to go all the way to the top because it's pretty exposed. It was windy that day. And I get up there to the tree, and I'm looking back, kind of in the, the you know, shelter of the tree, uh, to my right, you know, slopes to my left, and looking back, and the dog's behind me, kind of shoving through the snow, because as I said, there's a lot of snow, and he's kind of sinking in. And all of a sudden, I felt a whoof, And it was a, uh, so it's a wolf, it's the, the snow settling, and I drop about six inches. The snow settles down about six inches. <laughs> Which is like, this thing is going, is going to go. This thing is going to slide if I'm not really, really careful. And so I turn around and I'm just like, holy crap. You know, and I, I use stronger language than that. But my, you know, adrenaline spikes through the roof. Get this sinking feeling in my gut. I haven't even taken my skins off yet. And I turn around and I yell at the dog. I'm like, butter, back up. And he sees me. And I started kind of moving towards him, you know, as controlled as I can, back in my same track that I would taken before, that I, I just skinned up. And l- long story short, we were fine. We, we backed off. I backed off a couple turns. Um, I took off my skins and I skied down. And, and honestly, like, it was horrendous snow. I'm like punching through, trying to turn and like punching through this crust. And, you know, my, my boots are getting caught by this crust. And I get back down and Courtney's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're out of here. And you know, I I think this is an important lesson in in business. As you're as you're going, you're moving forward, and you're like, Yeah, you know, I'm I'm doing this thing, I'm working on this new product, or I'm working on this new offering, or you know, I'm trying to get this new business off the ground. That, you know, a lot of times it's fine and you're going and it's not a risk to anything. Um but sometimes Sometimes things just go awry, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not saying this because like something has gone awry in my business. You know, lately we've, you know, been through a lot in the last few years. But nothing's gone awry in my business lately. But at some point, you just have to cut your losses. In business, often there is this, and a lot of people feel this and, and tell me about it as well. And I felt it before. It's it's called the sunk cost fallacy. Where you're like, you know, I'm I'm in this thing already, I've already put in all this effort or time or budget or I've got a person on it. You know, a lot of skiers honestly get into this. When you're in avalanche training, they are it's called called your area levels. So there's level one, two, and I believe three. So area level one, AIARE is the first one that you take. And uh, you know, they, they tell you about it's it's a lot about decision making as a group. Um where people will get in and they're like, Man, we just climbed this ridge, you know, got to this thing and man the snow looks horrible. But like we're already here, right? Like how bad can it be? And and that's when you really, really get into trouble. And so, um, you know, it's called the the sunk cost uh fallacy. Like I've already to I've already done this budget or you know, uh, uh put this budget towards it, these people towards it, all this effort. We built out this thing, you know, it's tested and it's ready to go, but like um you know, it's, it's, it's not going to work. It's, it's potentially going to be quite dangerous, you know, to your business, to skiing, to your life, um, but to your business. Um, and sometimes you just have to cut your losses and say like, Hey, this isn't working. And if I put more effort into this thing, the upside just honestly is not there. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to risk a lot by, by doing this. Um, so I, I had this happen a couple of years ago um actually at Credo where, you know, we get a lot of people coming to us asking, uh, basically, if we'd be a recruiter, like, could we help them hire a director of marketing? I've had people offer me, they're like, we will pay you half, uh, we'll, we'll pay you 50% of this person's first year salary, or we'll give you 20 grand if you help us recruit this person. Um And I was always like, you know what? Like, that's, that's not the business we're in. And it's still not the business we're in. And, uh, they, and, and so I was like, eventually I'm like, man, people are asking us for this thing. Let's just let's build out a, a, a job board, right? Full-time jobs board credo can become the solution for hiring all these different things. You need an agency. We got you. You need a consultant. We got you. You need a director of marketing. We got you. And um, eventually it just wasn't, uh, and eventually I'm like, you know, what? I can't keep from doing this. Like I gotta do it. And so we did it and we built it out and we launched it. I preceded it with a bunch of jobs. I was, you know, I was doing all the things that people had told me you gotta do. You know, I optimized the pages. I had the taxonomies built out. We started ranking for stuff. You know, we had traffic coming through. <laughs> I put it at like $69 or something like that for a job posting. 60 days live, you know, tens of thousands of people a month coming to the site. And I could not get anyone to pay for it. I think we had one, one or two jobs total posted on this thing in 12 months time, right? We had these like, we had auto expiring, you can extend it you know, these various add-ons, and like we went out with the stuff that we're supposed to go out with, and people were like, yeah, I'll pay for it, right, I did, like, coupons for specific groups and all of this, you know, friends were like, oh, yeah, send me a coupon code, I'm recruiting these three jobs, you know, if you give me, like, a, a three for one, I'll do it, and I'm like, you know what, let's just try it, let's just see, nada, I was going through the other day cleaning up, uh cleaning up this stuff, and I'm publishing pages, and I uh, got a, a cron that's still been going, We took this offline like a year ago, stopped linking to it. You know, and just declared, I was like, you know what, this thing just isn't isn't going to work. And so business is hard enough as it is. It's, it's tough to build a company that works, that needs a need, that people will pay you money for, and then growing it to the point where it's gonna sustain you. And all of that, you know, I've been very fortunate that that Credo has done that and it's growing and people are finding success. And, you know, there's challenges and there's stresses and anxieties along the way. But overall, like the, the core business is strong and growing and hiring people and a team and, and all of that. Um, but, you know, <laughs> this thing, this job board was taking up a bunch of my time. And so eventually I just said, like, screw it, you know. Like I probably paid my develop my contract developer a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks to build out a bunch of these things. I took care of a bunch of the taxonomy and and that sort of worked myself. And you know I, I could have kept pushing on it and be like I got to recoup my investment, right? But at the end of the day, it was a thousand dollars, right? And for a company doing what we're doing, you know we're not huge. We just passed the seven figure like in our lifetime of revenue in our lifetime mark, which you know feels like a milestone. And I'm very proud of that. And you know, it was like it's a tiny thing. It's like, okay, we lost eight hundred, nine hundred dollars on that plus my time, right? So who knows like really what the investment was. But I could have kept trying to make this thing work and kept pushing on it. And maybe it would have worked. I don't know. Um, but you know, and maybe we could have, you know, started getting traction and three to five jobs a month, but even so, just the investment wasn't worth it. Um, you know, at the end of at the end of the day, you know, it would have taken even a hundred jobs a month at sixty nine dollars just wasn't going to get us what the value is, uh, you know, hundred dollars a month at $69 would be $6,900, right? Um, plus some support and, you know, and that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we can make $6,900 a lot easier than grinding it out and trying to get this new thing traction. And so I think there's an important thing to to think about, like going back and a being willing to declare that you know this thing just is not working for my business. I put a bunch of, I maybe put a bunch of time into it. I've hired some people. We have built out processes. We've done our proposals, and we're cross-selling and upselling. We're doing all the things we're supposed to do. And man, this thing just isn't working. And being willing to cut that out, like it's not working for clients. They're turning out. They're 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 doing it for a month or two, and they're saying like, you know what? Let's just go back to the core. You know, it's diluting your offering, and just ask yourself, what am I putting time into, or what have I invested in? That just, you know, we're we're looking at we're looking at a lot of time and a lot of effort to get that back, and it'd be easier to grow the company and provide more value just by doubling down on the things that we've already been doing that we're known for that are already working. And I know that this is hard. One thing that I do actually to kind of try to identify these areas um, is. Every three months, I go back and I try to optimize my time. I look at my calendar. What, what have I agreed to? What are the things that are going on that just aren't worth my time anymore? And also, what are the things that I'm doing? Uh, where am I spending my time? Right. So I look at my I look at my calendar, and I, but I actually go through and I have an Excel sheet that I follow, and I for Monday through Friday, one week. And I don't try to do, uh, wait for a quote unquote normal week because no week is normal in the life of an entrepreneur. One week you're focused on marketing, another week you're focused on sales, another week you're traveling and you have a, you have a day, right? Where you're not doing anything, you know, or you're putting in a bunch of hours. Uh, you know, one week is you're building up to something else or you're trying to fix something in your business. No week is normal. So just pick a week and, and literally all you do is take this Google sheet and do Monday through Friday I do 8 AM to 6 PM and every 30 minutes I go in and I look at what was I working on in this time? Was it phone calls? Was it sales calls? Was it uh, coaching calls? Was it qualifying leads? Like what is it that's going on here? Is it blogging? You know, what am I spending my time on? And I can kind of go back and audit that and say, this is revenue producing. This is not revenue producing. You know, this is something that's under leveraged. This is, you know, this is not working. This is something that, you know, it's a $10 $10 an hour task that I should get my assistant to do, that kind of thing. So I would encourage you to go to go and do this. And this can often help us realize where we're spending a lot of time Um, because I was spending five to 10 hours a week on this job board that was doing no revenue. And that's five to 10 hours a, a week. That's a lot of time. That's almost. That's I mean, it's a day a week, over a day a week. Right. That's basically a week a month but I was spending on something that wasn't returning revenue for us. And so I went and I said, you know what, like let's cut this thing out. So I want you to think about that as well in your job, what are you, in your company, what are you working on um, that you need to backtrack from, to bring it back full circle to the avalanche story, the the potential avalanche story, it wasn't actually an avalanche, I didn't actually slide, I was fine, but uh, bringing it back to that, what are the things that you've you've gone in and you, you could be a little bit pot committed, um, and you actually need to back off and you need to get back down and say, you know what? That thing's not going to do what we wanted it to. And it's actually risky. And I can't keep spending time on that because I have the core of my business to really take care of. So I hope that's helpful to you as you're building your business, whether you're building a service business, a SaaS business, whatever, um, whether you're, uh, uh, you're, you know, in the weeds operating for clients or you're an executive, you're a founder. And <laughs> there's maybe a combination there. But asking yourself, where do I need to optimize and where do I actually need to back off and not be doing this thing because it's not actually going to work. Um, and it's not actually going to be good for us. So that's it for today. I hope you've appreciated these thoughts from the car. And, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be back with you soon. Um, here on the Creative Cast, thanks for tuning in and I appreciate you and I'll speak to you soon.